What's up, people? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Allie. And we are Two Girls, One Podcast, the show where usually we talk about cool, odd, interesting corners of the internet. But today, we're talking about ourselves. (laughs) That's our producer. Say hi, Matt. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Wow. Matt gave us his bedroom voice. Thank Mm. you. How's it going? Uh... (laughs) This is the furthest I've gotten in a while. Um, Anyway. (gasps) Yoinks. Thank you for that, Matt. That was great for me. We're going to give you intimate details about our lives, people. And those intimate details include that Allie and I are going to the Magic Castle tonight. Mm. (laughs) I do think it's maybe the best thing to do in L.A., personally. Do you agree? I think it's fun. It's cool. It's kind of like a like a magic amusement park. It's like it's like a I don't know. It's like a haunted house, but not haunted magic. (laughs) <laughs> Would you call it a wizarding world? Uh, you know, it's 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 like if the yeah, wizarding it, world of Harry Potter were kind of like a horny middle-aged dude. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you think? No, it's really it really is. I hate to say it, it is a magical evening if you haven't been listeners. And what's exciting is it costs a shit ton of money unless you know a magician. So we have a magician <laughs> escort tonight and he is bringing a couple of us in, and we're going to get dressed up. We're going to see some amazing shows. The other thing that's really amazing is that L.A. has this whole magic scene that I didn't realize till I moved here because they can consult with sleight of hand on movies. They go perform in Vegas. Oh, and so there's this, like, this cool. really incredible magic scene here. The magic yeah. industry. And the Magic Castle gets like the best magicians in the world, and it really has made me just – I already respected it even though it's often middle-aged men with ponytails, but, um, <laughs> and no honestly, hair like, on top. The skill that goes into sleight of hands is unbelievable. Yeah. It's and amazing, the, so. the way that it, it's like, these are some awkward and weird people who kind of learned how to socialize by having to banter while they do the magic. Like you have to know how to talk to people because you want them to be interested in you and not just super focused on your hands. Oh, and, I mean the magician taking us tonight is, unbelievable he's unbelievable when i saw him perform like my mom was fucking blown and then so you guys know i have this show love isn't blind at the last love isn't blind he came and at the very end sorry at the beginning of the show he said oh if you're looking to like get people to stick around and mingle like i could do a surprise magic show and i was like um yeah Uh. (laughs) so he actually did a magic show after love isn't blind around you know like an hour or so later he and it, i mean he came on stage and did this unbelievable magic show he's really phenomenal so tonight will be pretty magical but Lindsay, you also have some drag shows coming up yeah yeah no i do i just wanted to keep talking about magic for a second though because okay. i i love magic and i like i mean la is a lot weirder in like kind of a playful way than people think. I know LA LA has a weird reputation, but like I've never had as many crushes on clowns, magicians and jugglers as when I moved to LA. And I was already prone <laughs> to like those kinds of people. So, it's like the the way that magicians groom their own persona is so fun and weird. When I was running summer programs for high school kids, high school kids don't think anything is cool. They don't want to do mm-hmm. anything. They just want to sneak off with their friends and get drunk. And they they don't want to, like, do anything sweet and wholesome. So my the first event I would throw every time is I would throw, like, a fancy dress 
night where people get to wear their nice outfits because all the girls want to dress up and all the guys want to just be around dressed up girls. And some of the guys want to dress up too, whatever. And I would have a magician come, like a close-up magician, like a, a college student who was in the magic club who was staying around for the summer. And they it would always be the biggest hit. And kids would be so happy and they would mingle. And it's like a very good thing. And I think that, you know, people get weird acts for their weddings and stuff. Like I've been to a wedding where there was a contortionist. I've been to weddings where there's tarot readers. And more and more, I'm like, maybe I'll get a close-up magician for my wedding. Yes, so, I would love I'm, I'm, I'll be there. Well, I have a close-up magician for you, Lindsay. You'll be meeting him this evening. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you think I don't already have five close-up magicians in my phone, you haven't been paying attention. Well, but... <laughs> why haven't you brought me to the Magic Castle? You, I try to invite you to things. You're always booked up. We're both always booked up, and we don't consult about our schedules early enough. So this is just like... Well, tonight is working out. We're also yeah. getting a uh, an exclusive tour beforehand that I'm super excited about. Um, my friends Chris and Lauren are experiential designers. They make wild, wild things. And they, in this case, designed the Bob Marley exhibit that is, I think, traveling to many different cities. So if it's in your city, go check it out. Um, actually, I'm positive it's in multiple cities. But anyway, they are giving us a private tour of the Bob Marley exhibit. And then from there, we're going to the Magic Castle. So we have an exciting night lined up. I got to go get ready. I'm going to wear my fanciest dress. Well, it's oh, my really? most expensive dress. It doesn't okay, look especially fancy. Are you fancy, also going to wear that to the Bob Marley exhibit? Yeah, why not? What are you going to wear? Yeah, great. Oh, what? No, great, 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 great. I'm not changing between the Bob Marley exhibit and the Magic Castle. Are you? All right. No, that's great. Then I won't either. Okay. <laughs> we will be dressed up for Bob together. Yeah, Bob deserves that. <laughs> that's true yeah i need you to text me a photo of what you're wearing later but anyway okay. um, here's a, yeah. a very ignorant question that i could probably google but i'm going to ask you instead uh yeah. the magic castle mm-hmm. i've never been does it look like a castle if you're on the outside the inside is it styled like a medieval place or is it just like a like an old mansion yeah, okay. it's a big sort of american gothic sort Matt, of if one day house. you make it to la i'll make sure we go yeah i've only been one That's time a promise and i would like to go back because it seems uh warm there you've only been to la one time or only to the magic yeah. castle one time uh no only to la one time and never to the magic castle sadly what, what? <laughs> that's wild bro <laughs> bro Bro. Oh my gosh. Also, I saw John Wick 4 last night. <laughs> what a delight. Hmm. Keanu Reeves is just a delight. Mm-hmm. And he says, he probably says like eight lines in the whole movie. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. And each one, a winner. Each one I've is been, like. I've been sort of meaning to be like, I should just watch John Wick 1 through 4 in a row on the couch one day it's like that sounds like a good time it'll be i've never seen any of them it will be so fun it's just a lot of fight scenes and the mm-hmm. and gra- you're it's like watching video game violence with real people you're mm-hmm. like jesus christ so or like it's about ba- almost like a ballet shooting. like it's so precise and yeah. choreographed but in a not in a goofy way like in a stylish way i guess oh yeah it's definitely like stylized it's kind of like did you ever watch the movie sucker punch i'm aware of it but i have not seen it okay it's it's style like it's not quite as stylized as that but you feel the choreography you're like wow this is lots of intricate movement i'm into it and then they shoot people in the head four times and you're like that seems excessive come on now um 
but it's great. And there's lots of love for dogs in all of the movies, which I love. I mean, I, me and my friend were literally cheering for the dogs every time something happened with a dog. <laughs> and these these dudes, there was a row of like six dudes right in front of us. <laughs> something would happen to the dog and I'd be like, oh, and they would turn and sort of like giggle. And then when the <laughs> dog would like bite someone in the nuts, I would be like, yeah, get him. And uh, they would also turn and giggle. So it was kind of funny. I sort of am fascinated by how Keanu Reeves has grown and transformed and remained the this same sort of national treasure. I feel <laughs> totally like there was a period agree. of time where everyone kind of shat on him and was like, oh, he can't act and he only has one facial expression. And now he's become this like darling. It, mm-hmm. It's really kind of wild. I think yep. it was kind of this. I think both things were true at all times. And now that he kind of embraces it and sort of just plays into it, people love it even more. Let's hear about the drag shows. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time this airs, I will have already done them, but this... And, well, but I, will, and I will month. have arrested you, because they're illegal now. I'm sorry to tell you. Uh-oh. We have to... Uh, it's, it's bad. I it's bad. Know. Children. the Sunday one. I have to put it in my calendar. Okay, I'm doing one a Sunday, April 2nd. It is a drag all-king brunch called Soft Boys. <laughs> uh, and then on Saturday night, it is the Them Fatale five-year anniversary, and I have Ooh. a very... Good. I mean, this. I'm gonna ruin the surprise, but it's also already happened now. So I am performing a a new number as Lil Big Man, and I'm gonna start out as doing "End of the Road" by Boys to Men, which is kind of like a torch song, and they're like being all, you know, I love you, even though you cheat on me and you don't respect me. And then I'm gonna. I spliced it together with uh, Rage Against the Machines, Wake Up, where he's like yelling, wake up. And so I do that and I go back into, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. So it's very intense. Great. I love the medley. I love the montage. Thank the splicing. You. Big fan. I think people are going to love it because I'm going to go from being like all soft and emotional to yeah, let's just be dirty and do it. <laughs> and Allie, you have a show that will be happening at the end of the week. I do. There's another Love Isn't Blind on April 7th. I am super pumped about it. I love how intensely Allie articulates, aspirates all of her teas. Love Isn't Blind. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Well, the other thing is, like, a lot of people call it love is blind, and it's like, no, it's not. It's love it's isn't, isn't blind. blind. It, love isn't blind. Love isn't blind. Co. The dot com was taken. Oh. Also, you know, I have the voice of a of a of a of a Disney princess, and Ooh. so you have to articulate everything Kinda, at all times. You gotta enunciate. I always think of you as like a fraggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, we need to sidebar about. Actually, both of you, could you roast me because I'm working on in my stand up. You know, you always got to start by like kind of roasting yourself. And right now, I say, I know I sound like I swallowed a cartoon character. It's fine. She loves it in there, and it gets a laugh every time because <laughs> people good. are well because I get up after like a bunch of like bros like they're pretty chill. They're like talking about their dicks and like eating ass, and then like I get up and it's like jarring for the audience. So I need more. Like, seriously, but actually, I got beautiful advice from a friend of mine who is a stand-up comic. Hey, Sam, he's Egyptian, and he said when he first started doing stand-up in the States, he always felt like they weren't with him for the first minute or two, and he realized hmm. they're just trying to place his accent. And so out of the huh. gate, wow. he makes a joke about his accent and the fact that he's from Egypt, and they're on board with him. And he's, totally. like, beautifully honest, and so he was watching my stand-up, and he, like, when we met, 
he was like, you gotta, you gotta make fun of your voice out of the gate. You gotta say something about it. That's which I love. That's such a smart thing. Yeah. Yeah. And great advice. I, what I love about um, him and humans who do this in general is like, he does, he doesn't beat around the bush. He didn't know if it would be offensive, but he knew that it was right. So he just said it. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it's really been helpful. So, but I am thinking also with like my hair, like, I don't know, I look like fraggle rock fucked or whatever, like roast me. Let's go. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like a nice no, roaster I'm though. I'm not as mean, so I'm just no. saying. Matt, I, I what love do I fraggles. look like? What do I look like? Like Sarah Jessica Parker fucked a fraggle? Like what's happening? There you like, go. I, that's yeah, it. That's it. That's good. That's not that funny though. I need something I think more that's roasty. Good. Yeah, well, know. because Sarah right. Jessica Parker is cute and you're cute, so you can't like roast something yeah, it's that not roasty. doesn't exist. It depends what you think of her, right? Because people either think she's beautiful or ugly, which well, is really no, but true. I think that's... it's like, oh, it's you have the hair and the look and the sort of, you know, the blonde and the stature of like a, a, a recognizable, attractive celebrity, but I'm not attractive because I look like a fraggle. You know, so it's like that that crossover to the punchline mm-hmm. is... It, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think that's funny. I don't know. Well, you got to test it. Listeners, if you'd like to roast me, uh, please. I'm accepting roasts. <laughs> I'm at Ali Goldie across Ali underscore Goldie across social media. You can slide into my DMs with a nice little roast. What I do think I maybe like, like a pom pom, like? like a pom pom, and a fraggle had a baby. Yeah, something like that. Like it's not. I mean, I got to test them out. I need a bunch of options. I got to test them out. I'm accepting roasts. Please roast me. Yeah, I love that. I am yeah. not accepting roasts. Please feel free to send compliments to me <laughs> whenever you would like. I am at the Lindsay roast Life. Roast you with affirmations. Yeah, yeah. Send me mm-hmm. positive affirmations. How do you have so much personality? Oh Once my again, gosh. I've mentioned this many times, but when our um, friend said, when Lindsay opens her mouth, personality falls out, which uh, I love. I'm going to um, put it on a t-shirt. I'm going to put it on my website. That's what I say. Yeah, it's really good. But anyway, but but listeners, please come see Love Isn't Blind next Friday. Uh, I'll be there. Allie will be there. Yeah, super pumped. Um, Little bummed. (laughs) I have four white dudes this time. It's my first time doing the show where they're all white dudes. Awkward. Actually, in San Francisco, they were all white dudes. I want the shows to be diverse, but I need more men to apply. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! You know what? So I'm proud of I'm proud of minority men being skeptical of a white lady being like be on my show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but all my lineups here. have been very diverse so yes, far, except yes. for this one this, and the San Francisco one. one. They yeah. have been diverse. The Bachelorette's True. not white, but I'm like, I told her I was like, I got a bunch of white men for you. Like, I don't know, should we? I was like, I could move you to a different month, and she was like, it's fine. <laughs> She's like, forget it, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been on this mission to decolonize my vagina, but it's like, black men are only dating white women. So what am I going to do, oh, Jonathan Majors? I'm looking that? at you. What's that? Why is that happening? Is that a thing? Yeah, because okay. black men are struggle bus. Okay. Well, I was reading a very interesting article about how when a black man dates a white woman, it's seen as a win. And when a white man dates a black woman, it's seen as like, oh, you're taking our women. Yeah, because black men are struggle bus. They are like, but that's historically they don't the opposite, date us. though, right? No, yes. that's no, that's how it always has been. Well, no, no, I mean, no, historically. I, I mean, like, historically, historically. <laughs> historically, a black man dating a white woman was very bad. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, it was still a win for the black man. Ask Frederick Douglass about it. But mm-hmm. it's not, it's never a win for the black woman. Mm-hmm. It's always like, she gets hate. She's like, they, they are like, I mean, what happened with Serena Williams? They were like, why did she marry this white man? And I'm like, number one, he's a billionaire. Number two, he <laughs> literally thinks that she hung the moon. Why wouldn't you want to marry someone like that? Yeah, All as, he does he is should. like, 
he he loves being written up as Serena Williams's husband when he's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's, that's why she married him. But also black men weren't out here trying to date her because she's powerful and beautiful and strong and famous. And they're intimidated and weak mm. and afraid. And like nobody was trying to say that that was the problem as well. You know, so yeah. black women get a lot of hate and and black men get like, good job, bro. Or whatever. I don't know what they even say, but they think that it's a win as well in their own mind, which is the problem. Mm. I don't want to hate on black men <laughs> so openly, <laughs> but yeah, y'all need to date us more. Listen, I hate to say hashtag not all men, but hashtag not all men. Well, it's also um, especially like famous men like Donald Glover, who I love, grew up with him. His partner is not black. Um, you know, all these black men who are pro black they're not with black women, like down to yeah, like no, professors. For me. Cornell West is not. Yeah, black. This is, this is hard for me to um, have a conversation about because I currently have a crush on a black man. So I can't really weigh in here. I hope he dates me. Um, <laughs> what do you want me to do, Lindsay? <laughs> I want you to give him my number. But no, I hope, I hope that you guys get married and that he has a, a cousin, brother, someone that will date me. Yeah, we can look into that. Uh, you wouldn't want him. Um, also, he's like pretty sure he doesn't want kids, which is a win for me. Woo-hoo. Um, so, you know, compatibility is tough. Um, anyway. I have uh, a question. Yeah. Go, Matt. I'm a white man and I'm trying to talk here. Okay. I'm Jesus so glad Christ. it was hard for you, actually. <laughs> I was thinking about Love Isn't Blind earlier this week because uh my wife and i were watching love is blind i mean she's mm-hmm. watching and i'm playing a video game next to her being like what's up with these people? and that's real love and that's love so my question for you because i know you are divi- you're it's a stage show and it's you know it's it's gaining traction but your goal is to bring it to i mean if, if planets aligned you would love to make this television show is that accurate I have news that I can share a little bit, which is that I have two offers from two different production companies. Nice. Um, Which for listeners, thank you, thank you. For (laughs) listeners, that's one of many, many hurdles. This does not mean it's getting made. It's Mm -hmm. just one of the first big hurdles is you need a production company to sign on. And then with that company, you develop the materials and you go pitch networks together. A little bit of behind the scenes, how the process works. I wish, uh, you know, I love talking to you about that. But here's my question. This is a thought that came to me and I want to know if it's come up in these conversations. Mm -hmm. If parody is protected by uh speech free speech laws so if you're if you are parodying love is blind with love isn't blind then i'm not yeah right yeah but i guess what i'm asking is like you are culturally referencing a popular television show phenomenon to make the anti version of that show which is protected but um my question is if you made a game show for television wouldn't they sue you? And what I'm oh, saying I, I is... I might have to change the title. You no might problem. have to change yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah, no like if it was an SNL sketch and it was like, Love is Blind, then... But here's then... the thing. I've never watched Love is Blind. <laughs> and sure. it actually has almost nothing in common with it. It's That's just, true. Yeah. So yeah. I just happen to call it that for a lot of reasons. Like I think it's a fun title. Love is Blind is a very famous phrase through the ages. And I've always thought it's kind of dumb. So... Yeah, but I yeah, there's a there's a high chance I would have to change the title for it to move, yeah. and especially like a lot of uh, shows that started as web series, they had different titles as 
what insecure was like called like awkward black girl or something if i made a game show that was a parody of the price is right and i called it the price isn't right and it went on television i would be sued you know what i mean like yeah, 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 the, yeah, producers, yeah. The, the producer's not going to let you <laughs> get them sued. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be. Uh, it's very funny, though. So the show. Yeah. Your show. Thank you. I have. Um, so I've, I have been posting the show on social media, but I think for the most part, there's like a lot of context that I was trying to drop people into like, oh, the men can't speak and they're around and. I really just need to simplify it. It doesn't matter if people know what's going on as long as they know it's a dating show. Um, so that's what I've been working on. And then I have a TikTok of the show that just hit half a million views. So pretty excited. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's starting to take off on TikTok. I'm starting to get um, applications from other cities. I want to start touring with it. So Woo-hoo! pretty excited. Allie, this is great. I'm so excited, too. This is going to be so rad. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I needed to take off because the last project that I'm still not fully able to talk about hasn't launched yet, but has finished recording and I need to figure out my next paycheck. So, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still? Well, I mean, do you still need someone to like bonk people or whatever this week? (laughs) What? Aren't you still using dildos to hit people that talk? Oh, yeah, well, that that's part of the show, listeners. Is there's a there is a penalty, a penalty, a pen, a I don't penalty. know, um, if a man accidentally speaks and I get out a big purple floppy dildo and he gets hit by the dong. But it's an it's an audience nice. volunteer every time. But Lindsay, if you come <laughs> next Friday and you want to be that audience volunteer, that is a okay by me. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So yeah, if you're listening, please apply. Uh, I also now have made a video compilation of bachelor testimonials, which I think is helpful. It's frustrating for me because the men who do it, they have so much fucking fun. Every single one has like written me a really lovely note the next day. And yet it is still really hard to convince men, especially if they don't know me, they worry they're going to get roasted. I get it. But I'm like, come on, bro, you're I'm going to make you look amazing. You're going to get dates. You're going to have a great time. Why is it so much work to convince you? (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Anyway, that's my story. Uh, Matt, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm not, not performing a live show or doing anything exciting, but, um, our credit card got, uh, hacked or (gasps) stolen. One of the cards that we use, which is like, that's common. Like you get, you see a weird charge on your statement and you're like, what the fuck is this? And you cancel the card and you get a new card. No big deal. But what's weird is, um, we're seeing charges from Walmart on the card. We never shopped there. So that was like a red flag. And we're like, all right, cancel the card. And then, uh, packages are starting to show up at our door addressed to our address but with a a different name like a random name from walmart and it's the most random shit it's like a gallon jug of vegetable oil (laughs) oh my god two two queen size duvet covers (gasps) and i think one more packet they're just white you know weird so like the the charges are disputed like we're not paying for any of this but random shit from Walmart is just showing up at our door every other day. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, why would someone steal our credit card and then ship things to, to us? us? That's <laughs> we're very insane. Confused. That's it's really, your really funny, it's your actually. 
They're, you I think they're watching like Bluey. They trying to get one over on you, but they forgot to update the shipping address. Yeah, that's, that's what hilarious. I think. Hilarious. Yes. But, but we don't have an account with Walmart. If, if it was an Amazon purchase oh, and it was like, oh, your Amazon see, got hacked. But we've never, literally never shopped in the store, Walmart, or online. So what we suspect is like, oh, you know how your billing address has to match yeah. with the credit card? So yeah. they're putting in the billing address in order to use the card and then ticking the box that's like, oh, Same yeah, that's my shipping, shipping address too. Yeah. And then they're just <laughs> shipping this stolen stuff to us, the victim. It's fucking weird. That oh, is... wait, you're getting your money back though, right? Yeah. Yes, for sure. That's we're not. That's because not... you're getting free products. Free stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is some of it's not really useful. I mean, yeah, this, hey, is, this reminds me of a, a topic that I tried to do or tried to look into for us, which is um, you can like get re- returned pallets like Amazon like you can sign up and Amazon will just send you like random mystery boxes of returns Ooh, oh, what yeah. is that yeah, yeah. This? this is something I don't need Do but, it, but obviously I'm people- drawn to yeah yeah and there's like this whole world of that and like people doing these unboxing videos with like the random shit that they're getting I kind of want to do it except for when I really looked into it further like everyone is like, oh yeah, it's like total crap that you get sent every now and then. There's a gem, but um, I couldn't find anyone to interview about it. But maybe I'll look into that again. I but, like that angle a lot. I know. You got to find the one gem of like, yeah, I got 14 of these, but one of them had. Well, I was also know. just like, is there a community aspect totally. and stuff? And I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. But maybe that's a wormhole. It reminds I should me go of sweepers. Again. It's not exactly mm. the same, but it, it's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do in my spare time? Get. Enter random sweepstakes oh in the hopes Sweepers that one thing was will happen. Such a fascinating one. I really liked that one. I don't know. Lindsay, were you here yet for sweepers? I don't think so. No, I wasn't. It's just people who are obsessed with sweepstakes, but they like really game the system and they win a shit ton of stuff and they have communities where they, they share tips for how you win and um I don't know, there's all kinds of the only thing that's coming to mind is very obvious, like having a separate email, but it's like the number of times you enter and how you can enter and which ones have better odds. And, but they've won, these people have won cars. They have whole rooms full of prizes. Like they game the system and it's sort of amazing. And they, it's they're just known as statistics. Sweepers. It's like, if you enter 50 sweepstakes a day, like, what are you doing? To, what are you doing with two hours tonight? You could either watch TV or you could enter 50 sweepstakes and well, like, sti- sort of you'll win one of like, them. I am definitely undiagnosed ADD. And so it's like, <laughs> It's sort of like instead of just mindlessly scrolling, what if you just entered this shit? Yes, but they that's right. are winning and it's so fascinating. <laughs> but anyway, we love you all. And if you want to share with us how much you love me or and if you want to roast, roast me. for Allie, you can call this number 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Oh my God, I would love if people start leaving voicemail roasts of me. That would be that hilarious. Would be... Okay, That'd be so rad. Please. Okay. That'd be great. Once again, that number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. You can also email us, 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can slide into my DMs, Allie underscore Goldie across social media. Also, wait, call the number or it's just a voicemail. It's in the show notes too. You don't have to remember it. And also... Just do a voice memo on your phone and email it to the email address oh, or yes. drop it in the Discord. Like we, we have gotten voicemails from folks in the past who that are not actual phone calls. So if you don't want to call with your number, just just roast Allie and we'll play it on the show for sure. Come on, oh my yeah. God, that would be so fun. That's so fun. All right. Uh, if you don't want to roast us, but you do want to give us your money, Patreon.com/2G1P. No amount is too small. 
Or if you roast me and then you feel bad about it, go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. You can also <laughs> hop in our Discord for any roasting or compliments to Lindsay, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Yeah. yeah. Textual roasts. You can also we'll then send... read them out loud for mm-hmm. sure. Come yeah. on. You can DM me those compliments. I am at the Lindsay Life <laughs> across all social media platforms. All right, friends. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.